0: It's time, once again, for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie? It's time for me to bat some eyelashes and show some tits,
1: because I need some assistance. And Paula? She had to pull dental floss out of my
0: butt! And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth.
1: Welcome, welcome to the ugly truth, episode 39. How do? Good. I can't believe it's 39
2: already. I know. How the time flies. While you're having fun. That is true. <laughs> I was going to say, so I'm looking at the outline and I just see the subject line gas. Well, I ran out of gas, but it makes me think of, um, I always say this to the kids from the movie Cars when they're doing like the whole trial scene and Sally's just like, you know, and, and, and Flo, what do you have? And she's like, well, I've got gas i've got a lot of gas and made her and some of the other cars start snickering and so sally's like stay with me boys but anyways (laughs) she's funny actually so tell me about uh your your gas situation
1: i will but welcome listeners. you don't have gas welcome listeners i'm not even going to address that little comment of yours (laughs) right welcome iheart listeners welcome itunes you're gonna let that go I'm just gonna go ahead and let that float into the air. Yes. <laughs> just float that out there. Yes, I am. So welcome to the ugly truth. If this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy it. We're getting a lot of listeners and some really great feedback from our iHeart radio people. And so that's just been kick ass. We heart super that. happy. And so since we have new listeners, I just wanna say that uh I'd like to talk to you about Christ our savior. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wrong no, just, ugly truth. Not so. that ugly truth. Let's see. Well, you know, I have one of the dreams of that I've always had as a person who drives is I've always wanted a Mustang. And a couple of years ago, I finally got my Mustang, my pretty black Mustang convertible. And Sorry. yes. And Actually, so... Actually, I'm sure
2: Mustangs don't really sound like that.
1: No, they do not. <laughs> that was my best
2: impression. I'm a All Mustang. All
1: right. <laughs> no, way. Sounds like a you nag. Anyway, so... I take very good care of it. You know, I wash it regularly, keep it nice and clean and fill it with high-rated gasoline so it runs nice. And We are talking about the Mustang, right? We are, but it's a very <laughs> sexy car. I was just going to say like, wow. It's going to yes. be a douche commercial. No, oh god. The only problem is is that I really like grocery shopping, I'm really not a fan of putting gas in the car. I hate it. I mean, it's just not, I mean, it's something that I do. I mean, obviously, but I just, it's, it's just one of those chores. So I'll wait until I'm like, really like, uh, I can't do anything until I get gas. Sorry, everyone, you know, and then I'll just chug around and I'll get gas in the car. Well, um, I was pushing it. Uh, last week and you know how cars generally they say they're on empty but you still probably have like five or six miles you can probably go or even longer before you really are in you know a point of where you're going to be scary empty what's that thing everybody thinks like oh well when the gas light comes on
2: you have three to five you know gallons still or you can still go another 26 miles or I don't exactly even, i don't even know where i heard that or if that's even real but... well in my case it's not
1: real I hit zero miles. I hit zero miles and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get gas this afternoon, but I'm just going to go run and pick up Malia, my seventh grader, really fast. I'm going to go home and then I had to take Mackenzie to her big polo game and I figured I will just get gas and then take her to the game. So I pick her up Mm -hmm. and I've been at zero all day, but I haven't been doing a lot of driving or anything. It's just... You know, I went to go get her. And it's not that far away. It's like a couple miles away. So I pick her up on our way home. You have a gas station within 50 feet of your home. I know this. Just hold on. So I'm in the car. We're driving. And we're getting into a point where we're within walking distance of our house. We, we are literally turning right onto Winding Way. And then we are one stop sign away from where I'm turning right into our little cul-de-sac. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Okay. So I'm at the stop sign. And all of a sudden, my car starts – kind of going it's lurching
2: it's oh,
1: all yeah. I and i'm like once. i'm like oh my god oh my god wait what's happening oh my god something's breaking something's wrong <laughs> what's wrong with the car what's wrong with the car and that i'm like what exactly is it what i said and i was concerned i'm like and i keep pushing the gas i'm pushing the gas pedal i'm like why isn't it going You're like is the fuel pump breaking what is it <laughs> i'm like did the battery die is there an electrical issue like i i literally thought that there was some kind of issue with the engine and it feels that way when you run out of gas yes and and i was freaking i'm like okay the car is officially not running running i mean i hear it running but it's really trying hard to run pressing the gas isn't working so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to coast. Now I coasted, and I got very lucky. There was nobody behind me, and there was nobody in front of me. So I coasted through the stop sign. Well, and it's mostly downhill from there. Exactly, it's it's downhill. So Damn, I was very you got lucky. I got really lucky. So I am coasting, and I have Malia in the car. And so I'm trying to be like, oh, this is such an adventure, making Malia look at us. We're and She's so a did... teenager. She's probably in tears, thinking, oh my god, my friends are gonna see me. it finally dawned on me that I was out of gas. Oh, by this point, you hadn't realized that's what the problem was. I realized it, and I was like, okay, now the problem with some cars is that if you turn too much and the car's not running, it'll lock up. The the, the steering wheel will lock up, and I was concerned that that was going to happen, so I was just keeping it straight. So I said, Malia, we can turn right onto our street and park it right here on the street and wait for Daddy to come home tonight, which is late, Mm -hmm. or... We can go for it and see if we can coast into the gas station, which is ten feet away from our turn. Right, and she's like, "Go for it, mother!" <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, we're going for it." So we Little coasted. Thelma and
2: Louise action going on here.
1: <laughs> I'm panicking. I
2: don't do this.
1: I don't. I don't deal with these things. This is not. Something well, that apparently I do. you
2: don't because, you know, you, you can't even be bothered to put gas in your own car, let
1: alone deal with it when it right? runs out of gas. <laughs> so I pull I'm, – so I'm getting ready to pull in and I'm pulling into the driveway and I went, oh, crap. It's like literally parked on – the whole gas station is elevated it's, up on a it's hill. It's like on an anthill. I know, that gas station. So I pulled in and it didn't go any further and I'm – so I'm, I'm literally stuck at the pull-in drive-in oh, no. uh, driveway just up and it won't go any further and then the car just died it oh, was dead course. dead well so because
2: I, when you go at any kind of slant whatever gas that was available it's in the tank you again. Got, yeah
1: it's it's yeah splash back it's done and so i turned off i turned the ignition off although it didn't really matter i turned off the car put it in the, <laughs> put it on the emergency brake now this is the kind of moronic um Foolishness that goes through my brain initially. I'm going to push the car myself. You're so dumb, right? Yeah, let's push a a, a car uphill. Let's push a five thousand pound car, or however. I don't know. I don't think it it's probably that much, doesn't but... weigh that much. That's why I didn't say because I don't know how <laughs> much a car <laughs> I, weighs. I don't either. <laughs> let's push a let's push a two thousand pound. Hey, car. I was at
2: least smart enough to not try and specify a way I'm well. Let's not push a. a A car.
1: A very heavy vehicle (laughs) uphill. So I I said, all right, Malia, you're getting in the driver's seat. You're going to steer. You're going to steer my car, my precious car, into the gas pump. You're going to steer us in here. She's like, all right. So she gets out. She gets in the car. I must have told her to do three different things, and she kept doing them. Because at this point, you know, we're completely out of our element, and we don't know what we're doing. And so I finally turned to her, and I said, do you want to just walk home? Because, I mean, she can walk home from there. And um, she's like, no, Yeah. no. And I said, okay. So I said, never mind. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm going to die if I push this because I'm going to get run over by my own vehicle. So that's not going to work.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to do there? Knees? I mean, you have I mean, like- nothing. I'm doing nothing. I <laughs> have T-Rex arms. Neat. I have no upper body strength. So... No one, not even a guy. Well, maybe I, some guys would try and push a car up a hill, but that's no. Just- not thinking, yeah, that's something you see on television well, and on NBC the other thing is, is you're already in the gas station parking lot. Can't you get like that little red thing? Like the okay, can? just just
1: hold on let me tell okay, my story. Okay. I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, so anyway, I park it and I said, well, I was I'm just like, gonna say if you call AAA, I'm no, ending this uh, conversation. I right did now. not call triple A. Okay. So I said, all right, well, it's time for me to bat some eyelashes and show some tits because I need some assistance oh, for So sake. I go into the gas station, and of course, they're, foreign and it's the mother and the son running the gas station so they
2: could care less about your eyelashes or they tits, don't for that care. Matter.
1: <laughs> they do you want to buy a lottery care. ticket
2: or some cigarettes they're your people well i'll
1: tell you what she said i walked in and i said i uh just ran out of gas and i'm in your driveway and i really need some help pushing the car to the tank which is literally oh my god you said push the car 12 feet away from the gas tank so what does the woman say she goes she goes i'll sell you a gas can and I said, listen, I am 10 feet away from the gas pump, and I am happy to fill my car up completely if someone can help me push my car closer to the gas tank. She's like, well, I can't help you. And the son's looking at her, and he's looking at me. He was probably like in his late early 20s. And so then there's a dude there, and he's probably like, I don't know, in his 50s. And he's he's looking at me, and he was like a painter or something. He looks at me, and he goes, he's like, well, I'd help you, but my but you have a black car, and I have a white car. And I said, well... I'm asking someone to physically push it. I don't want you to push your car with my my car with your car. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, of course not. Of course not. So basically, every man that was at the gas station gathered and assisted. <laughs> and pushed. I can't believe you actually had people push your car. They did it. And not only did they do it, they pushed it uphill. And then there was even a guy directing. And I, and I steered they, and I got to stay in the car with Malia, by the way, (laughs) they pushed both of us and the car and we did a three point turn and they backed me into the gas pump so that I could get gas. This is
2: nonsense.
1: Absolutely nonsense. In fact, the gentleman parked his van so no one could take it and then moved his van so that I could take a spot. Yep. That's what happened. And I wasn't even wearing makeup. Oh my God. (laughs) I looked terrible.
2: (laughs) You must have looked, like, really, like, stressed out or something or, like, you
1: know. Listen, when I need to turn it on and use my feminine wiles, I can move mountains. And I did. Or Mustangs. Or Mustangs. (laughs) And I did. So I filled up the tank and... And of course the ATM was broken. I mean it was just a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It's a dumpy little gas station anyway. Well, it was a it was a it was a freaking beacon of light, is I'll tell you what it was.
2: Well, I so I guess here's my thing is if I had pulled in and I had gotten that far, I would have parked, I would have gotten the little gas can from them. I would have, you know. She wanted to sell it to me. Well, how much was it? Well, I didn't
1: care. I wasn't buying it. But if you were already buying the gas you Why know, would I buy another gas tank when I can just get someone to help me push my car? I, it made perfect sense to me. it would have been me. faster
2: and easier. And, you know, I don't know. I, I
1: just don't understand. It made perfect sense to me to get people to push my car. You
2: would rather have people push your car than spend like $3 or
1: whatever. Yes. Because it wouldn't have been three dollars; it would have been some fifteen dollars thing. No, it would not. Oh, have. just kidding. And they don't even have let the small like can. Borrow it, or something she like was that. not going to lend me a thing. Well, that's true. That's the only totally thing true. that I was able to borrow was her son, and he didn't even have to push. He just kind of like directed people probably just stood out there to make sure nothing happened he but. did exactly he did and the fact is is like okay this is what we're gonna do like they made a plan we're gonna push it up and then we're gonna back it back in we're gonna do a two-point turn and you're gonna steer it in and they're like go right go left it was awesome it was so great
2: god you're weird
1: so would, why am i
2: weird i'm not weird if I'm, you think that is awesome I have I have better ideas for a good time than running out of gas and having a bunch of men push me around in no, the parking lot.
1: What was awesome is the fact that I was able to get what I needed done quickly and and they were very friendly people and it was very nice of them. It was a very humane thing to do. I for a for a brief moment I had confidence in humankind. The again. world made sense again. Just yes. for a moment. It's like see big boobs and, and a damsel in distress can actually get things done in this day and age.
2: Yeah, Still, you know what?
1: You could have accomplished the same
2: thing if you had just simply put gas in your car to begin with. I, you know what? I know. But you know what? I didn't do it. And, and... to be honest, I'm not even entirely – and I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I'm not even entirely convinced that you actually put gas in your car. <laughs> I'm gonna I am going to venture do. to say that you send the husband to the store sometimes. Not. On an, a low to empty tank and be like, Oh, you know what? I probably need gas. Or he'll just notice it when he gets in the car. And then miraculously the next day when you get in your car, you probably know as soon as you turn the key, that needle's
1: going to go all the way to F. <laughs> I don't play those games. I absolutely put gas in my car. Okay. I mean, he does do it, but it, it's only if he wants to use the car and he happens to see that it's low, he'll he'll do it. But he doesn't – it's not a chore for him. I don't say, hey, uh, slave, oh, slave. I didn't say you said he
2: was a slave, but I'm just saying like I have – That's okay. So earlier you and I were talking off offline. We were talking about like certain like things that we would look for in a man. Yeah. And so for me, one of them would be that putting gas in your car. I don't want to put gas in my car. And it's not because I can't do it. It's not. But I'm much (laughs) like you. Yeah. I get lazy. I forget. I will go as far as I can go because I just don't want to be bothered with having to stop. And put gas yes. in my car. It's an inconvenient
1: necessity. I am not a fan
2: I of just putting gas in my car. I just want to get done. And so, yeah. and I'm the same thing with, and I think it's just car things in general. I yeah. don't do car things. I don't like getting my oil changed. I almost bought a brand new car because my one car needed tires. And it's just because I didn't (laughs) want to deal with it. And I'm like, I'd much rather go and spend three hours buying a new car and filling out paperwork than actually going and figuring out how to get
1: tires. I agree that there are definitely things that that when it comes to the vehicle that I don't like. I I will say this, though. I am so um, specific about my car staying clean. That I go out of my... And I just am not a fan of washing it anymore. I mean, I have washed, obviously. Yes, washed I have car. a lot of needs and wants as it relates to my car.
2: But it doesn't mean that I want to do those things. No, I just
1: want it done. I want them done. <laughs> so I will go and spend the money to have my car washed. Well, you because... live right next
2: to a car washing place, too. So well, I, mean...
1: I I don't go to that one. Oh,
2: okay. Because oh, they just don't do as good of, as good of a job that I guess. The element there is just
1: not... It's just it's not it's your, not, not your it's, crowd. It's really not a very tasteful environment. God, you're such a snob. <laughs> Daryl has gone there and he really liked it. But he goes, it's the same thing. It's literally the same price. It is the same process. You know what? You're like, I just don't like the way...
2: They whip the towel around their finger and my car is ready. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I go, it's,
1: I know it's something stupid like that. Well, it's just the people that dry it are kind of weird. And I just would rather just go, <laughs> just not my kind of, that's not, not, I mean, you have to sit in, outside and stuff. It's just you not. Just Stop.
0: Hey Hugs, Producer Dub here on behalf of Jamie, Paula and myself. Thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show.
1: Listen, okay, I just want to tell you that my riding boots have I've been punished again because of my expensive riding boots. There's a few things about this that are that are unsavory. I have been to the Social Security office before because Actually, everybody has. That's how you get your child's social security card when they're born. You have to go – generally, you have to go present the child and all the paperwork that comes with it to get their social security number. They do it in the hospital
2: now, and they'll mail it to
1: you, but – You can do that, but if you didn't, if you don't for some reason, then you do have to go down there. Now, yes, I have – primarily have done all of the work in the hospital, but Mackenzie, as you know, Daryl, my husband – Adopted her right um, last year. And so the one thing we didn't do is we didn't change her name on her social security card. And right. she's getting her license, and so – well, she's going to be applying to colleges and all that
2: kind of stuff, or jobs, and so she needs to have everything match.
1: Match. And so the uh, DMV will not give her her license until she fixes her social security uh, number. yeah, because that's her only other form of ID right that's now. That's right. And they're like, you're in the system, but you're, you're under your old name. Right. Everything else shows that you're this except for your social security card. Until they match, we cannot release your license. So I said, that's it. We're going. So uh, just this week... I took all the proper paperwork. I took her with me and we went down to the social security. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to one recently or ever, but the social security office where the card center is, it's like freaking TSA. It's like trying to get into a courthouse. The security is ridiculous. I knew this. Yes. I knew this because the first time that Mackenzie and I tried to go down there and take care of business, we did not have all the proper paperwork and we were sent away. So, I knew that when we got there, I prepared Mackenzie. This is what's really so funny about it. I said, now listen, you're going to have to take off all your jewelry, your phone, anything that we have with us has to go through this screener thing. You have to go through the thing. They swab you. You know, they do the wand and everything. It's very intense. And it's like right when you walk in the door, like there's nowhere to wait in line or anything. You literally have to wait outside. Yeah, it's super strict. You have to take off your underwear. You have to spread your butt cheeks, squat, and you have to. They really do a serious (laughs) once over.
2: That's pretty extensive
1: just for the freaking social security. Yes, it is very serious. Yeah, maybe they deal
2: with like people who get angry about like not getting checks. I don't know.
1: Well, that's a different. The building is set up in two spots. The, The back is the card services area where you're getting the cards or making changes the front office the front part which is a completely separate entrance is where you get your checks and that issue mm-hmm. so they're separated so i don't know why people would be so hostile going to get to the card service hard to say who knows people are insane they'll do anything now it does feel like a welfare office it's very gray well, it's a public
2: agency i mean federal
1: too so it's just unsavory to say the least so we walk in, and so I'm, I'm like Mackenzie, I'm serious. Don't mess around. They're, they're not very friendly either. They, they're, they, they, are serious. All right, mom. All right. So we get there, and I'm like, just, it's like, it's like that, uh, that Seinfeld episode with the soup Nazi. Just walk up, do the two steps, be very serious about it, and just walk past. Just get it done. Right. Okay. So Kenzie sails through. She does everything I tell her to do. I go in. I put my things in my thing, and I'm getting ready to walk in. He goes. Uh, you're going to have to remove your boots. Oh my god! <laughs> and I said, and I, I could hear the words coming out of my mouth, but I couldn't believe it was me because I'm not this person, but I was this person. I said, well, that's not going to happen. And he said, well, actually, it is. And I said, no, it's like, not. Well, he goes, if you well, want to get into this building? He goes, if you want to get past security, you're going to have to remove these boots. Like, and I can't said, you wand me? <laughs> I said. Well, I don't really want to do that. He said, the buckles on those boots are going to make the alarm go off on the, the walkthrough thing. It's going to go, you know, it's going to set the alarm off because it's metal. And I said, well, why don't we just go ahead and try it just in case? I go, you know, the, you know, they're the buckles. So let's just, you know, go through it. He's like, all right. So I walk through it. He goes, nope, it's the buckles. You're going to have to come back and take off your boots. And I said, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and he said, what? well, you have to. And I said, can't you just wand me? And he said, no, I can't just want you. And now there's two people and there's people waiting to get through security. Oh my and I God. said, listen to me. I can't take off these boots because I won't be able to get them back on because I have to lay down to put these on. I'm explaining this to the security guard. I said, so we're going to have to come to some kind of agree- some kind of arrangement because I am not going to lay down <laughs> and put these boots on. And he said, you are going to have to remove your boots, or you're not getting into this building. And I said, "Then I need a chair." And he's like, "All right, fine." So, so this is this is his problem now. <laughs> yes, I said I need a chair. He goes, "God, right?" What has so to you, I don't know. I don't know. I was panicking a little. I bit. I
2: believe we just discussed having diva-like behavior, but I know. Not really having any real reason for it. Hey. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't stand there and be like, do you know who I am? He's like, <laughs> no, I, I really have no clue. Right now, you're a
1: pain in my ass. That's who you are. Right now, you're someone about five minutes away from being arrested is what you are.
2: You know, they probably already called like, you know, the main security <sighs> office. And they're just like, we've got a 411 down here and we need to have a camera, camera A and B shine oh, down. It's a-
1: I am sure that they were zeroing in on me. And so I said, well, I need a chair. And he's like, all right. They go get me the chair, and they put it in a, in a place where I can't, still can't cross over, but I can sit in the holding tank area. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. Oh I can't God, did you believe. Really? I did. I'm like, I cannot believe that I am being forced to remove these boots. I'm like, I turned I turn to the guy and I go, I don't have socks on. <laughs> I like, literally throwing a temper tantrum Wait. on social security. I was literally... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Literally, I can't stop laughing. You were angry at him because he didn't have socks on. Yes. Yes! I was so angry. I was like, I literally turned to him and I looked him dead in the eye and I said, I don't have socks on. He's like... <laughs> Wait, why were you wearing these boots without socks? Because disgusting. Oh, stop it. They're fine. It's just... No. I was was in a hurry and I just threw them on. Put a little nylon
2: footie or something. Normally, I do. No wonder you can't get those things
1: off. It's nothing but clam foot and... No. Leather. It's not like that. It's fine. I normally do wear a little... the kind of socks that you can't see on when you wear tennis shoes and stuff right the little oh like a little it. yeah little ankle socks but i was rushed so i threw them on and i and we took off and actually okay. they're easier to put how on can you be socks. rushed but you're wearing the boots that take like 15 minutes to put on because i didn't put socks on so they literally just slipped right on it was fast because they're stretched out because they're older now they're a year old now right that's true so you look at him and tell him you're
2: not wearing socks. Does does he even does he even reply to you? No,
1: he just like walks away like hurry up. We have like 10 people. Well, he's probably like, what do you want me to do? Right. So I took him off and now I'm just like I'm incredibly vulnerable. And all I can think about are all the germs that I'm standing on. I'm right just like I'm sitting here listening to you. and My toes are like curled into my feet. Yeah, well, I wasn't exactly thrilled. And here's <laughs> the thing. I am fully aware of how I sound. Well I know what I'm wondering is like, you know,
2: was Mackenzie like hiding somewhere. No, or was she, she was
1: hysterical.
2: Away? She was on the other
1: side <laughs> correcting. She's like, oh my God. And she could not believe <laughs> It was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. And I knew how ridiculous I was. That was what was even what was worse. Wrong with but you? were you just. I couldn't had, stop. Had you just spun out of control? I couldn't stop. I was so upset. I, I really did act like, do you know who I am? Do you know what you're doing? Who you're doing this to? But anyway, so I gave him the boots. seconds later he's like all right thank you and i'm like i hate you i mean
2: i didn't say that either but i was like god you know he had a good laugh about that probably for the rest of the day so
1: i sat down and i'm like (laughs) i'm like well this is going to be a pointless effort i mean i can pretend that i can get these back on by just sitting here but i think we all know that that's not going to occur so i attempted and Mackenzie's like yeah i can see your ankle it's like nowhere near the boot i'm like okay you need to shut up because i need to get this done so they wouldn't go on so what do i have to do i have to (laughs) i have to do what i don't want to do oh my god which is walk on the shaft of the boot (laughs) Uh oh i (laughs) thought you were gonna say you had to carry him out and like walk out barefoot oh hell no i did not do that that was not happening so you were like walking on the ankles (laughs) I was walking on the ankles and they were clip-clopping because now I look like I have deformed feet. It's like you're wearing your out. mom's shoes or yes, something. That's exactly what I look like. And, of course, it's crowded. Of course. And they've already seen this whole display. So this I, is nothing new. I don't new. even know what I could – I I don't even know what I would do right now, honestly. Well, all I know is that I said – Follow me, Mackenzie. We got our little number to wait, and we walked all the way to this dead end waiting area where there was benches and no person. And I turned to the side because it was like they're like park benches in there. So I turned mm-hmm. to the side and I struggled. And I said, "I I think I'm gonna have to lay down." She goes, "Well, you can go to the bathroom and lay down in there, Mom." I'm like, "Are you out of your mind?" She wants you to lay down on the bathroom floor. Was she just being funny? I mean, no. I said. I go, Mackenzie, I just threw a temper tantrum in front of a security guard who makes about $15 an hour because I didn't want to take off my boots. Do you really expect me to lay down in a bathroom now? No. I don't e- I look down
2: on bathroom floors and I, like, am careful of where I'm walking with shoes and socks on.
1: It's it's repellent to say the least. So I, I – fi- it took me forever, but I finally got them on uh, in an upright position. Which, was, which is a new thing for me now with these boots. I can actually do that now. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe there was a silver lining after all. We got our business taken care of and we walked out. And I said, I am never wearing these boots to another public office again. Clearly. Don't wear them and go to the airport or something. That's my point. I'm like, I'm never going to wear these to the airport. God forbid I have to go to a court date or anything of that nature. Not happening. Isn't that ridiculous? Can you believe that I did that? I was embarrassed for myself, but I couldn't stop it. I just I simply could not stop. See, that's reminds me of mom and that story
2: you told about <laughs> her half done hair at the salon. Oh my god. She insisted on writing a check and
0: like she was
2: just <laughs> yes. throwing a tantrum and she my was like, This is looks rid- like shit. <laughs> this is ridiculous, right? I'm concerned as we get older these types of things are going to keep happening. Like I can't believe you sat there and said, This is ridiculous. I I'm was. like, you know, what is ridiculous is that you're sitting there, you know, freaking out and then telling the security guard you don't have socks on. <laughs> like somehow that's gonna- <laughs> Tell him to change his mind. <laughs> like, like, so like, he like that would mean something.
1: Like He's that like... would even mean something to a normal person. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, don't you listen to my podcast? Don't you know I have a thing about feet? I mean, I mean, come on.
2: You could look, look every normal know? person and be like, I'm not wearing socks, and they'd be like, okay, <laughs> you know.
1: Like, but and uh, I'm wearing jeans today. What do you want me to right? say? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I'm hysterical because it came out of my face. Well, you had a rough week. (laughs) I know. God.
2: And this makes me sad because I wish those were the kinds of problems that I had been having this week. (laughs) But so I had a a bit of a meltdown today. Um, Yes. I just had a moment where there was just too much going on and it was just too much for one person to handle. So last night I got home um after going to some friend's house for dinner and I came in and immediately I smelled poo in my house and I'm like okay well the two you know usual suspects were with me so I know it's not them
1: right and so
2: it had to have been one of my animals and so I go and I can't find it though and I smell it but I'm like okay I'm not readily seeing any poo anywhere and then I go in my room and I flip on my light and lo and behold someone had diarrhea all over my carpet And I'm like, God, and it's not like they were locked out. It's not like they couldn't go outside. And so I'm just like, why? Why did you have to do this? Like, why? And why on the carpet? Because I have hardwood floors everywhere except for in my bedroom. And so I'm just like, fine. So I'm cleaning up the diarrhea. And then in the morning I wake up and I smell poo again. And I'm not sleeping most of the night because I keep thinking I smell poo. And just the thought of sleeping in a home That smells like poo really upset me. (laughs) It would upset me. And I just, because I keep thinking, I'm like, I don't want to be the house that smells like poo. I just don't want, like... You don't have to light candles every time someone's coming over. So... Then I get up in the morning. Morning, I go to the bathroom, and one of the cats has taken a dump in my shower. What and the I'm hell just is like, going on in your house? Right? And I'm like, what is this? Like, why? What? Why are the planets not aligning? Like, why have we all decided not to go where we normally go? It what just, is
1: happening? I
2: don't know. And then, lo and behold, of course, I had left a towel on the floor, and the cat peed on it too.
1: Oh my god! I would be ripping and I would be ripping bladders out of animals at this point. I
2: had cleaned up the poop in the bathroom i you know showered down the shower and then i washed all the towels and then i go in the living room and i have ants in my living room oh and you hate ants, and it was because i despise ants and it was there was really nothing of substance anywhere other than like i think there was like a juice drip somewhere or something but there was ants But this is pretty consistent with the week that I had because earlier in the week, Olivia comes to me. I'm sitting at the kitchen table and Olivia comes to me and she's crying and I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, I have gum in my hair. And I look and there's a giant wad of gum like right on like by her ear on the side of her hair. Is it like on the hair? Is it like really close to the scalp too? Like is it really no, embedded in God, there? No, thank God, no. It was like a dingleberry <laughs> and so it was kind of dangling on the side. Hmm. So I get peanut butter and I'm trying to like work the peanut butter through. But I mean obviously she had like fiddled with it so it was right. kind of like really entangled. And the thing about oh, Olivia's God. hair, her hair is like little feathers. You know, she doesn't have real hair. It's She has baby hair still. Like, whenever she runs, you know, I never tell her this, but I think of, like, I told you this. I think of that movie, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the little witch, Mortiana, or Mortiana.
1: <laughs> Where her hair is flying. Her hair like little... is, like, all
2: white and thin. And, like, when she walks, you know, <laughs> you, like, the light shines through it and everything. Yes. And so, Olivia, when she walks away, that's kind of what her hair is. She's, like, little thin witch hair. So, anyways, I tried the peanut butter. It wasn't working. So. I had to cut the hair. And I just hated to do it because I'm like, you know, she barely has any already. (laughs) I don't want to eliminate more. I mean, it's like... (laughs) I don't know. It's like a training. Salvage to, all you can. Every strand. Like a man who has like a receding hairline going to get a haircut. You know, it just doesn't yeah, it's make like,
1: sense. It's to be like, please, when you cut it, save the top four.
2: Yeah. Well, like the four strands that they come over. I mean, those things have to get trimmed. So, I mean, it's just yeah. like, but you actually paid someone to do it. I mean. <laughs> it's like, that's so sad. Yeah. So I had to. Cut her little clump of, you know, feathered hair. And so fortunately, it just looks like an extension of her bangs. Well, that's good. Well, this was the funny thing is this. I asked her, how did you get the gum in your hair? And she said, well, she's like, well, I had it in my ear first and then it fell out of my ear and into my hair. And. What? i don't know why i asked but i'm like well why did you have gum in your ear <laughs> and so she's like well i put it in there like like duh mom I put like gum um in my uh, ear. that's is. don't we all do that and it just made me think about kids in general and i'm just like you know kids God. just do
1: strange things or they just well they just try they just experiment with the with the thing you know with their bodies or things around them and they're just like hey what does this do this but this is how we learn it is so i remember. Um, Most dining room tables, they have, like,
2: um, the wood slats, you know, for the back. Yes. So I remember one time, Brian, when he was young, and he's kind of gangly. You know, he's not so much anymore, but when he was little, he was kind of gangly. So I remember one time, he was sitting, and he had, like, I don't know what he had done, but he had stuck his arm through the slats Well. He had his arm bent like a little chicken wing, and so he couldn't, his elbow got stuck, and he couldn't Oops. get his arm through. <laughs> oh, so then he starts no. crying, because I wasn't in the kitchen, and he starts not. crying. So I go in there, and I see his little chicken wings stuck in the, the back. They're I'm like, like what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing, Ryan? He's like, my arm is stuck. And I'm like, oh, how did you, so I'm unlodging the elbow from the oh, thing. And I remember laughing about that because we called his dad to tell him about it. And the reason why I told him, I said, well, you need to call daddy and tell him. He's like, why? I said, well, daddy has a story to tell you. And so sure as shit, Victor says, he's like, well, son, he's like, you know, that's not that bad because one time when I was little, I locked myself inside of a suitcase. And
1: oh, my so God. Did anybody real- even know he was in there?
2: His brother and sister Dewey, they he was in there. But they just let him be in there. They just left them. And oh my so, God. you know what? I
1: think we put I think we put you or Allison in a suitcase. I know. And... I spent many a time in a duffel bag. Pretty um, sure we threw one of them down the stairs in a suitcase. That was pro- I don't know. You guys liked me, but I think we put Allison in a hard because, you know, back then the suitcases were hard like plastic hard plastic they weren't like they are now we had way too much time on our hands she was so gullible and she so she got in it and we shut her in it and we flung it down the stairs slid it all the way down the stairs to see what would happen to her yeah we did like
2: that you know in science where you try and put the egg in
1: some sort of container and then drop it off the roof to see if it will break break. yeah that's pretty much what we were doing with allison we did that well i remember one time i don't know i don't i want to say it was stephanie it wasn't me i know that much we um, had a box, like a moving box, and mm-hmm. we had a flight of stairs when we first moved to Sacramento. So it was like fifteen stairs, and it was mm-hmm. just a straight shot down. And so we went through, we went through this. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it was me and Stephanie, and we went through this this thing where we were going to experiment. We coated the inside of this um, moving box with pillows, and we put her in it. <laughs> and i pushed her down and i enclosed her completely in it and i pushed her down the stairs and she fell out the bottom immediately and rolled all the way down the stairs like <laughs> oh, never no. never it didn't succeed ever the only thing that ever really worked was sliding down on cardboard like a flat cardboard and sleeping right. so that was the best way to do it and we god no, i can't believe work. we never broke anything but i was thinking about when you were telling me about olivia it reminded me of a time when tyler was well he must have been four or five he was probably olivia's age actually he came to me and his nose was running but it was a weird run it was like unusual i'm like why is your nose running? like one nostril only you know and he's like i don't know i don't know so finally he was uncomfortable and he's like well i put it i put a raisin in my nose (laughs) and you know the thing with raisins they're really just dehydrated grapes so the longer it got in there it turned into a grape and it was stuck in there and he couldn't we couldn't get it out. And so I had to take him to the emergency room. Oh, for
2: heaven's sakes.
1: Because it was wedged way up in his sinuses at this point. Because he probably stuck his little finger to try to get it out. And he just kept pushing it up right. his nostril. So we go to the emergency room and we get the one drunk doctor who's on duty. Great. And he was also ancient. And so I'm like, okay, we Alan and I literally took him out of there we said we will figure this out on our own you're not touching our son you're drunk and you're old and that's a bad combination in a room full of sick people i can't even believe this so we walked out and tyler was you know it's it's 10 30 at night we've been dealing with this for hours we're exhausted so we're in the parking lot of a 7 Eleven or something trying to figure out what we're going to do because he's obviously miserable. Mm-hmm. And we're now, of course, I'm freaking out because I think it's gonna go to his brain, or you know, I don't even know. I was worried about him. Right. All of a sudden he sneezed and this giant green grape comes flinging out of his nostril and lands on the pavement. That's disgusting. It was, but I was thrilled. You're like, <laughs> oh thank I had never we can go been to bed. <laughs> I had never been so happy to see a snotty grape in my whole life. I was just thrilled. I'm like, yay, tell no. you. You did it. I was so happy. I think I have probably
2: out of all of our children and all of us sisters growing up, I think I probably have like the best or worst, I guess you can say, story about putting things inside of our body. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. And I laugh now when I think about it because I think about mom having to help me and I just – it's only because <laughs> I must have been little that she had – That's the only reason why she had had to do what she had to do, because otherwise she would have never in her life, like she would have, she would have made one of you do it.
1: Oh totally! I can't believe that. I I think the only reason I didn't is I wasn't home because I probably would have had to have done it. No, we weren't home. We were at her office. So (gasps) okay, then tell me because I don't remember that part. We
2: were at mom. You used to do real estate, and so we would go in a lot of times on the weekends. Um, and we talked about this before, where we'd be messing around, you know, doing something stupid. You know, one time we took (laughs) we made copies of our butt on the copy machine. (gasps) But it that. jammed and broke, and we couldn't get <laughs> like find the pictures, and so they had to call the repairman man that Monday. And mom's just like, "Great!" So now they're gonna like <laughs> find all these photocopies of your guys' naked butts. <laughs> she was so pissed. <laughs> she was, mad. and I don't know why we thought it was a good idea to sit,
1: like. Why That's would we terrible. put our bare
2: asses on a photocopy copy know. machine?
1: I don't know, but we did do that. I totally remember doing that. Oh, she was so pissed. And
2: we and all did it. Like, where was she where all her daughters were pantless, like in the back single, copy room? All four of us. All uh, and we were all hoisting each other up onto
1: the copy machine to take oh a photocopy my. of our butt. <laughs> I don't know why. And you know what? I recall her vividly telling me that they were all in there, too. Like, the copy guy had to pull them all out, and she saw them all. (laughs) Because we did them, and then, yeah, I mean, we couldn't – And we didn't get to see our
2: handiwork. Anyways, that wasn't the story, but – Okay, go on. Okay, so – So we were at her office for one of the times, and growing up, I always had intestinal problems. In fact, you know what? Perhaps there was never not a time in my life where I didn't have some sort of intestinal problem. And I remember one time I was – we were at the office on the weekend, and I was going to the bathroom, and – I couldn't get it to like come out like I felt like I was constipated but I just couldn't figure out what was wrong and so I was probably Olivia's age and um so I called Stephanie I was yelling from the bathroom and finally someone came in there and then they said you know I said go get mom so mom came in and she's like well what is it you know like what can you do and so then she came (laughs) in and she saw like poo hanging from my butt but it was like hanging on something and she's like what what is this paula and so she realized that i had been eating the mint green dental floss and i swallowed it you swallowed all the dental floss and i was passing dental floss but it had gotten
1: (laughs) stuck you're so dumb she had to pull dental floss out of my and she pulled it out of your ass yeah and she well she had no choice well it was either that or what was she going to do i mean it
2: had to happen Uh, and there was a lot of take me to the doctor i don't know well i mean it's not like it was a whole spool or something no but it was significant i mean it was enough (laughs) obviously oh god i can't i'm getting like nauseous thinking about it me too and it was your own ass
1: you're getting nauseous from your own ass paula
0: There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. It's easy to find at UglyTruth.com. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content, so this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com.
1: Remember our dog, Sasha? Yes. Okay, so Sasha and Ebony were our two dogs. They were like Spitz-Pomeranian mixes. They were beautiful little dogs. We love them. Yeah. And Sasha was very um, adventurous. And somehow she ate something. And she was trying to go to the bathroom. She was crying. And I'm like, what is wrong? She – was kind of like she liked me the I mean I I felt like she was my dog but I don't know she was your dog so she jumps on my stomach and I'm like "Ew, Sasha what are you doing and she was acting all weird and I look at because I had sunglasses on I took off my varnays, and I looked down I'm like what is going <laughs> on with you and she was had poo and I'm like "Get off of me! I was freaking <laughs> out <I'm> like, "Get <laughs> off!" and she's walking around doing that cheerio move where they kind of humping the ground because they're, they're trying to poo and they can't you know no know. isn't that like just the most like I feel
2: bad Disgusting. when i catch my dogs doing it because then they look at me and it's just like it's almost humiliating and i'm like i know i'm sorry i didn't mean to watch you do that and believe me i don't want to watch you do it but it's like that look like look
1: i don't like it any more than you do sorry <laughs> right? if there was a toilet i'd probably try to do the toilet like i almost feel like they need stalls or something yeah they I don't need know. some kind of privacy anyway so i was freaking so out she well, was doing that and she was
2: trying to go but nothing was happening well there was
1: something out coming out she had the urge Well, and I could see it. And I said, What is going on? And so I look and I thought it was her intestines. Like I was freaking out at first. Oh, God. Yes. Well, then I. Well, what it was is she had eaten a dish rag. A whole dish rag. A whole dish rag. And it was like, remember those handy wipes? They're like, you could buy them at the grocery store. They weren't actual cloth, they were like this. Pretend cloth that kind of oh, would like disintegrate that mesh after a while. Material, yeah, yeah. It was like a clothy mesh, like a like an ultra hardcore paper towel, but it was more than that. Right. She would eaten one of those, and so of course I start becoming hysterical and I called mom at work god you know I think about all the times we call mom at work no wonder she always got fired so (laughs) I called her and I said even then you were trying to skirt responsibility like (laughs) you thought somehow mom was gonna save the day (laughs) hey you know what I did save the day I did it anyway I put the gas in my car I did Took the boots off. I've done my duty, and so, so when it came to the dish rag, you, I called mom in a panic. There's something coming out of Sasha's butt. What? What are you talking about? I don't know. He's. She's like, well, pull it out. I'm not coming home. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I hung up the phone. I got dish. I got uh, dish Yellow gloves on. Gloves, yeah. And I went out there. I'm like, all right.
2: <sighs> here We're we gonna go. do
1: this. We're gonna do it. So I go, come here, Sasha. So I start pulling on it, and it 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 was a lot, It actually. She's very fortunate that she didn't die because those types of things, you know, kill animals that literally could have killed her. Me pulling it out could have killed her. I could have taken intestines with it and I didn't. So it all came out. It was an entire. She ate the entire thing.
2: How does that? I I don't even
1: know. But I took it out and she was like, oh, free. And she went running off to do whatever she does. It was literally the most disgusting thing I've had to deal with. You know what? If I had to choose between cleaning up poo and vomit, I would clean up poo. Oh, God. Why would you even want to pick either? They're just so... Ever been in a situation where you had to puke in a bucket and diarrhea in a toilet? I mean, I've done it. Well, yeah, but I mean... That's what you do, that's... and then you just throw it all away. <laughs> but that's what I call Sunday mornings. I
0: want the truth! You can't handle the truth!
1: No, the worst the worst sticky situation that I ever got into... Well, you know, Mackenzie, when she was little, she drew all over herself, her mouth, and her hands with Sharpie. Well, that's not that... I thought you we were going to say it with poo. No, but it was... Oh, well, I mean, Tyler painted his crib with poo. That's you know, that's kind of a normal. Ryan painted the bathroom with poo. That was upsetting. Yes, that's, I've seen that. Um, but no, the, uh, what was it? Oh, well, when I was little, you know, I, I, I discovered that I loved bubble gum and mom's like, you know, don't go to sleep with that in your mouth. You're going to wake up and it's going to be in your hair. Mom, I know how to chew gum. <laughs> I must have been like Ryan's age. I know how to chew gum, mom. And so what happens? I fell asleep with gum in my mouth and I woke up and it was all in my hair. You know what? I think we
2: all did that because well, I of remember course we having did. peanut butter in my hair and yeah. getting the scissors.
1: And every every time. And how many times did we get in trouble for it getting stuck in the carpet? I mean, gum and children don't mix. That's the bottom yet, line. Yeah, there.
2: Yet we keep giving it to them. I don't know why.
1: The only thing that <laughs> one time I swallowed a marble when I was roller skating. Wait. What? Why did you have a marble while you were roller
2: skating? I was
1: roller skating in the garage. Because I wasn't allowed to go in the street because I'm, I'm a dumb child and I probably would have been hit by a car. So I was skating in the garage in circles. We had I had a marble. I had marbles because I, I we, there was a phase in school where everybody had marbles. And so I had a really cool pink marble that I really liked. And, of course, I liked it so much. Apparently, I put it in my mouth while I was skating around like an idiot. And, of course, I tripped lurched forward and immediately swallowed the marble. (laughs) And I freaked out. Well, does it come out or? I went running into the house to tell mom that I had swallowed a marble and I was afraid that I was going to die. (laughs) Did you still have the skates on? Of course I did. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Mom, I swallowed a marble. I think I'm going to die. And she's like, you're not going to die. You're going to see it in the toilet eventually. And I said, I don't know. And of course, so forever I looked for the marble in the toilet and it never I never saw it. It probably came out. Of course it passed. I just never saw it because, you know, I'm a kid and oh, God, I can't even believe I was looking at my own poo. So, (laughs) the only other thing, the only other gross thing that I can remember from our childhood in reference, I mean, there's a lot of it, was Stephanie had an obsession eating dog food. Like, she really enjoyed eating it like a lot. It was um it was the Alamo brand and she would taste it. It, it was red circles and like brown Xs or something. I it was something like, like Alpo? That. It I don't know if it was Alpo. Maybe it was, no, it was Alamo. It was this really weird it was like a beige brown bag. And um, we, obviously, we had a dog, so that's what we, it, that's what it fed. It was fed. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how many times I heard, Stephanie, Denise, stop eating the dog food. Enough! And she would have handfuls of it. And she would. She was like, what? It's delicious. She, like, loved it. It God, was so it was weird. funny. Well, we were all weird. And I remember going, well, maybe maybe Stephanie's on to something. I should try it. So I went out there. I think we all tried it. Let's all try I, it, everybody. I remember trying it, but it was by force. I never
2: wanted to try it. Someone made me do it. it like, I, mean, I think I, that, I, that I was locked in the garage, and you guys turned the lights off, and you said, eat the dog food, and then you come back in. Yeah, you're probably right. I
1: think we did do that. We did lock people in the garage a lot. I always felt like Considious. I was getting locked in the garage with the lights just off. Terrible. No wonder you were so mean. Well, you know, I think back now, like
2: now that you mentioned it, we did kind of put mom through her paces because, I mean, my kids mm. don't do anything. Not yet, I guess. Not I should nearly. Say. But I just, but you know, we also had a lot of time on our hands. We a lot really of un, did. Unsupervised time.
1: We didn't have so. a lot of
2: friends back then. No. And I felt <laughs> kind of bad. I embarrassed Ryan really bad the other day. I didn't mean to. So this makes me feel kind of bad because I was laughing actually quite hysterically about it. I dropped him off at school, and he does the drop-off. So I pull the car up to the curb. He gets out, you know, and then walks to the gate and then goes in, and then I pull away. And so he was doing that, and he always runs. I don't know why. Kids, you know – I and I don't know what age they finally stop running, but kids, you know, usually whenever they're going from A to B, it's running. Yeah, and so he was running, and I don't know if he took a corner wrong, but he full blown bailed like on the sidewalk.
1: Oh, did he cry? (laughs) No, his backpack
2: flung into the bush.
1: Oh my god. It was
2: like a violent. It was. I mean, like he went down on all fours. It was like like his stomach was on the ground. You know everything. So then... And you laughed. <laughs> and
1: you're hysterical. I'm,
2: I'm still laughing. And so then he gets up, and then I see the little yard duty. She has her hand on his back, and he's walking. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. so I'm laughing a little bit, but then I'm thinking, okay, do I roll <laughs> down the window and be like, "Son, are you okay?" You know, or <laughs> do you... I just like.
1: Just go like
2: let him deal with it and keep going. And so So what did you do? Well, I just he didn't look back or anything like that. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to drive off. And, you know, so later I had completely forgotten about it because it was the first thing in the morning. And so later we went to one of our our friend's house and um, they have a little girl that is his friend. And so I started talking about it. I'm like, "Oh yes," and I'm like, "What happened?" I'm like, "You totally biffed it this morning." Oh. And so he's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Man," I'm like, "Your backpack flew into the the bushes," and like, I'm like, so he got really mad at me because I guess I embarrassed him Aww. by talking about you know him falling in front of the girl. Oh God! And so I didn't know. I was still hysterical about it because I just thought, which, "Well, his, it's kind of sick." Because I'm like, "He's my little boy. He's my son," and I'm sitting yeah. here like you know, laughing hysterically because he fell and I just...
1: He I was fine though. That's why, and he probably, it probably, you know what? When humans fall, please. I have fallen more times than I care to count, and I laugh my ass off every time. Well, he was laughing too.
2: Yeah, he was laughing too because you know. And so I asked him. I said, "Well, would you have preferred mommy to like stop the car and get out?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> so exactly. I made the right
1: choice, but well, we're gonna have to wrap it up. But I just want to say, um, Daryl and I went and saw the Zach Brown band this week. Mm. It was a great show. Now, yes, I had seen them. I, was it over the summer? May? Way it was like May, right? Whatever your little rock
2: trip was.
1: Yes. So basically, it was that show times like 10 because that show was only like 45 minutes This show was like two and a half hours and it was awesome. The only thing was the opening act. You know what? God, it was like this no name Native American guy. And he was so new agey. And he was like, He's like, This is my music and I will defend it. Oh, 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 love, peace, love. And I'm like, Seriously? Seriously? You are literally singing and chanting in front of a crowd of drunk cowboys. Yeah, really? Like, cowboys don't like Indians, remember? well, how did he get lucky with that gig? Because I mean, Zach I Brown don't know. Is Not like
2: a no-name band or something. I know,
1: I don't know. But he—he's like, thank you everyone. I'm such and such. Like, I can't even remember his name to be honest with you. But other than that, there was a lot of people watching, which is always so much fun. Well, that's true. Yeah. There's the there's the drunk, you know, fifty year old women who still think they're hot walking around in their you know braless tank tops it's just so sad and you know what's really funny is you can always tell who's truly living the life of a cowboy or a a person a farmhand or whatever versus the posers like me who wear their plaid shirt from american eagle i mean there's a big difference were you wearing the riding boots no i decided against it i actually wore my steve madden hiking boots oh okay uh, because they're more comfortable Honestly, Were they a little more rustic looking <laughs> they they look like the they look like the uh the rodeo boots that girls wear okay <laughs> that's when so i wear you my wanted jeans. to fit in okay yeah i wanted to look like i knew again, what i was doing here we go
2: again you know with like having to be what we, what we really aren't but you had to exactly. be a real cow did you
1: wear a cowboy hat no okay. i did not i you know what i do have them but i only wear them to the beach i really don't wear them like out like hey everyone look at me I'm wearing a cowboy hat I I really only wear them to cover myself from the sun's rays okay. I don't really go yeah I don't really do that so you're I don't not pretend a poser no but I had my little plaid shirt so I could fit in I had my jeans and my everything that I own I wore it wasn't like I went out and got a new outfit for this but we rushed the stage because we wanted I you know me I like to be like I literally like to feel the vibrations of the music hitting me in the face. Heck yeah daryl is just such a good sport because he's nothing like that and so he follows me he's like let's go all right i'm following you so we get to the stage i'm it's it's like a it's a goal of mine to try to get the eye of at least one of the musicians which i did it was awesome we always
2: do that i don't know i have to
1: it's like a goal because we're so we think we're so important and we're so special <laughs> that everyone must know this we're like the stereotypical daddy issue girl <laughs> it's like i'm with my
2: husband who i love more than life itself but given the opportunity you would give the bass player a blowjob
1: you hand me a backstage <laughs> pass and i am all yours god. still maybe we're just groupies i don't know oh, god you know what wouldn't it be fun to be a groupie though i mean seriously if you love the band It'd be so cool, even if for I a little bit. Band,
2: but I mean, to be honest, it's just there's just certain things I'm not willing to do, especially after playing a big concert. And they're probably all well, we were, we saw some of the guys from the Brett Michaels band in the casino after we saw them oh they're disgusting they're filthy they are
1: gross wow. well,
2: without the stage lighting and you know like that big fan blowing your hair and stuff i'm like you look really quite smelly and gross
1: and they're just big schlubs but these yeah, guys like yeah
2: i'm like so the two girls that were with him they were like 20 somethings so i'm like well enjoy that blow job <laughs> yes, you can have
1: that it's yeah exactly it's like you can have that jesus but i did get the, and the thing is is that i just have a thing for live music it's like my most favorite thing oh, it's and yeah Zach Brown, obviously, he um, was super great. They sounded just amazing. Anyway, he comes running down, and because I'm leaning up against, you know, the gate where the stage is, he comes by and he starts high fiving everybody. Did so you get a I high, I did get a high five, and I was like, "What was the first thing I thought?" You didn't grab his balls, did you? No, it wasn't like that at all. No, he high fived us, and he walks by, and the first thing I go. Oh, his hand was sweaty. Well, oh, Jamie, for heaven's sake. It was really sake. sweaty
2: and He's warm. He's singing and playing guitar in front of, like, 5,000 people or however many people are
1: there. Yes, well, I immediately wiped my hand on my pants because it was pretty sweaty. <laughs> Gross. But it was Zac Brown, so it was cool, but... And they're kind of small hands, too. His hands were kind of small. I was surprised. He's a kind were of a smaller man. No, you disappointed now? I mean, like, no, are you not I, a fan
2: anymore? Oh,
1: no. I am a big fan. I was just a little surprised. I was like, wow, you know, his he has such a charismatic way about him on stage that you expect, you know, you because they're larger than life most of the time you, you see them. they are, and but so... then up close you're just like, wow, he had a really big
2: pimple on his cheek and his hands yeah. were sweaty. And he has a mole under his eye. You're just like the nerve <laughs> of him. Like, well, why why would you come down and get into my world and then ruin the fantasy by being real?
1: Like, that's just that's Oh, wrong. God. Anyway, it was a really fun evening. And they do the thing where they are constantly filming. And so they get footage of everything. And, and they also, for the big screen, so everybody back, way in the back can see. Right. And so Daryl and I got on – the big Tron cool. because we were, we were right up front and so and we were I was particularly into this song and so we were all up front and so I saw by the time like because I was kind of afraid to see because I, I knew that he had the camera in our direction oh, and so I was afraid to look up and see my big fat face well that's why I didn't notice 20 I was foot on the long Jumbotron at the WWE event <laughs> exactly mostly because I was
2: waving my sign screaming up and down
1: by the time I look up all I see is half of my eye and my cheek and my hair and then I see Daryl's big shit-eating grin <laughs> you know I see that and then it, and then it had already been swinging away by that point and I'm like oh thank god I didn't see my face I would have absolutely died
2: I would have died yeah yeah really. it was
1: but that's just me being ridiculous anyway it was fun we had a good time and I'm so glad that we got to see their full show they are exactly what they should be they're amazing musicians and I hope that uh, if you get a chance you should definitely check them out Super cool.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, it was a fun-filled week in Ugland, but we do have to bring it to a close. Yes. So we will kindly re- um, remind everyone to get caught up on past episodes at UglyTruth.com, or you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And like we said, welcome new iHeartRadio listeners. Yes. It is getting to be about that time of year for Christmas shopping, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever why not check out the ugly truth mall and yeah. see if there's some fun little gifts you can pick up. They're great. It's always great deals with Avon and Mark makeup. Amazon has fab deals. So go to uglytruth.com and click on the ugly mall link and uh, do some shopping through there. Yes. And then also uh, in the spirit of Christmas, we are wanting to send um, our athletic supporters some Christmas cards. So don't forget to click on the contact us page when you're at our website and fill that out and submit your address, and we will send you one of our Christmas cards. We will. And also, we are working diligently on getting a P.O. box yes. so we can get your Christmas cards because we'd like to see all of your lovely faces and families um, because we're just schmoopy like that.
1: Yeah, as soon as – hopefully by next week we'll have the address, and we'll post it on our Facebook page, our Twitter, and our website. We'll have all of that contact information. So, anyways,
2: until the next time, have a fab, fab week, and we'll catch you later. Bye!
0: That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the ride. If you don't already, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or right from our website at UglyTruth.com. That way you'll never miss an episode. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.